Public service announcement. I have just temporarily closed the doors to Lifestyle Business School. If you are a current or aspiring expertise-based business that has a business, courses, coaching, masterminds, where you are divorcing your value from your time, or that is the business model that you want, you likely know that Lifestyle Business School is the program that I have been tirelessly working on over the last six months to build out six comprehensive playbooks, which basically lay out the entire path. It has everything from business model design to offer creation, to back-end delivery, to driving traffic, live launch campaigns, automated campaigns, everything you could possibly need to start or grow a leveraged expertise-based business to the lifestyle business sweet spot. Now, never fear because we've only temporarily closed the doors and we have added a wait list. So if you head to lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, pop your name on the wait list and you are going to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out, which is super exciting. And all of the exciting changes that we have made to the program as well, which we will share in due course. But in order to get the special VIP bonuses, when we do open the door, I want you to go and pop your name on the wait list now. So that is going to be lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, put your name on the wait list, and you will be the first to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out with a lot of exciting changes and with pretty much the best deal under the sun. All right, let's get into today's podcast episode. You're listening to the Stevie Says Social Podcast, Episode 5. If you've got big business dreams but you're feeling stuck when it comes to all things digital, social media and content marketing, this is the podcast for you. This episode is brought to you by my free 20-page ebook with 100 really practical social media tips for your business. Grab them at steviesayssocial.com forward slash ebook. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey guys, and welcome to episode five of the Stevie Says Social podcast. Can you believe it? We are so grown up. (laughs) Ah, I'm on a high because I've just interviewed Rochelle uh, from Sable Row, and she is the director of the branding agency Sable Row. And honestly, I don't know if you're anything like me, but I was never, ever, ever one of those people that just had an innate skill around, you know, branding and design and aesthetics. That was never, ever, ever me. And Rochelle is the opposite of me. She absolutely nails it in everything to do with that. So I got her on the podcast to have a chat to us about how to create a drool-worthy, gorgeous, on-point Instagram feed. Because guys, literally with Instagram, you have about half a second, a fraction of a second, when somebody lands on your account, when they decide whether either they're going to hit the follow button or they're going to move on. So it is so important to get the aesthetics right. 
So we chatted about everything from photo editing apps to planning and scheduling, uh, lighting tricks, how to get a consistent color theme, the importance of professional photography, which is something I'm definitely on board with, and how to create a killer flat lay. So I got a lot out of this and I hope that you guys have, um, sorry, you haven't heard it yet, so will <laughs> as well. Uh, and without further ado, let's go into the interview. So I'm here with Rochelle from Sayville Row and I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Hello, Rochelle. Hello and thank you so much. This is actually my first podcast, so this oh, is really exciting. Oh. <laughs> I feel honored to have you on as the first podcast. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Popping my um, podcast cherry then. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I just thought I'd start. I um, know a little bit about your background and I honestly think it's so cool. So I thought maybe it would be a good idea for you to start with a little bit about kind of your background and then a little bit about your business as well um, before we dive in. Yeah, totally. So Sable Row is a custom design and web studio and it started all in Paris about three years ago. I mean, I had been doing this kind of all my life. I won't even give away the amount of years because then it totally dates me. But <laughs> I, um, yeah, I moved to Paris and really kind of, I think in there it was almost like a mindful it was not like an eat, pray, love situation, but it was totally like I had carved the space to be able to really figure out what I wanted to do. And obviously being a designer by trade, this kind of was a natural sort of step in the right direction. So really I was able to create that in Paris and have some French flair to it as well. And then it's just been able to follow me. And now I'm obviously we're, we're chatting in Australia and uh, I'm originally from Canada, from Toronto. And so now it's followed me here and I I'm a little bit of a digital nomad, I guess you could say. So the business has come over here with me and, you know, I service clients from an international scale, which is pretty amazing. So most times I'm often, yeah, most times I forget what time zone I'm actually in because I'm kind of constantly living by the, um, the, the clock app on my iPhone, just to make sure, you know, that I'm, I'm getting everyone at the same time or all awake at the same time. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. And so now, you know, just taking over one brand at a time. Taking over the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Making the world a beautiful place. Yes. Um, I think it's so cool that you just kind of picked up and moved to Paris, honestly. So many people would dream of doing that and and it's not something that they would ever actually do. So I just think that's so cool. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things that it was just, I needed a big shakeup in my life. And that was kind of, you know, why not move to Paris? Like I could have done so many other things, but it just felt so right to me. And uh, I'm fluent in French just from school and in Canada. And so it just was, yeah, it was a natural move for me. I never really thought twice about it. And to be honest, the moment I woke up when I got there from my first day, it was like, wow, this is the start of something new. And it just felt so great. So yeah, it felt natural. That's awesome. I feel like some people, when they want a big change, like decide to join a gym or something. I so <laughs> yeah, I decided to move to Paris. I decided to quit my job and buy a one-way ticket. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so funny. Uh, and your business, Savio Rose. So I came across Rochelle, I reckon it was probably about oh, two months ago on Instagram. And I don't know how it happened, but I was just going down like the Instagram rabbit hole rabbit. and um, yeah, somehow came across your account and honestly, like I fell in love with it straight away. It was just so perfectly put together and 
so effortless at the same time. And I was um, basically fangirling over it. So I think I messaged you and said, I've pretty much just liked about 15 of your photos. Um, I'm yeah. not a stalker, I promise. <laughs> it was something like that. Hey, yeah, um, I think so. Yeah. So I just knew in terms of who I wanted to have on the podcast to have a chat about, I guess, how to create and brand a really beautiful standout social media account. Uh, You were definitely the first choice. Yeah. Thank you. It's so funny, like hearing that kind of thing. And I know a few other people have said sort of the same thing, but, and we're obviously going to get into this more. Having that kind of initial presence is so important when it comes to branding and sort of that brand identity. So I always love hearing people when they say that. And it also kind of connects with my website and who I am as a person. I mean, they're all the same and they're all consistent and cohesive. So that's sort of a key thing to remember as well is you have this opportunity to impress and connect with people from all over the world. And it's great to be able to drive them in through your world, your little Alice in Wonderland hole. It's so true. And honestly, like, I just feel like, especially on Instagram, because it's such a visual platform, you land on someone's Instagram account and you make a split second decision, like literally less than a second on whether you're going to hit that little follow button or not. And yeah, I don't know, you passed the test for me. So (laughs) you're doing (laughs) something right. (laughs) Yeah. So I thought it might be cool to start maybe with a bit of a chat around um, Instagram. Like, I guess it's such a visual medium your account is amazing. And I know from referring new clients that obviously the accounts that, you know, you manage and work with and and that sort of thing as well are amazing too. So what goes into an account as pretty as yours? How can we achieve it? Yeah. So, I mean, in terms of creating something that is you know, that you really feel connected with really goes back to who you are as a brand, who you are as an individual, even if you are a personal brand and just kind of making sure that you're super clear on that message. I mean, this is no surprise here that, you know, coming up with a great Instagram account has so much to do with branding and that kind of Mm -hmm. goes with the aesthetic. You know, when you're branding a business, there's a lot that goes into the identity, the logo, the look, the feel, you know, how you want other people to feel when they look at your brand. It's so, so similar to having that same approach to Instagram and really being clear on what your sort of guidelines are as an account and as a business and sticking to that. Because I think if there's one common error that's so many people make, it's that they don't stick true to sort of their top guidelines for who their brand is. So, you know, if you're an area account that posts like beautiful light photos, you're not going to post something, you know, at sunset where it's of your face and you can barely even see it because you're super shadowy, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. it does not connect at all. And I think that's sort of one thing to, you know, an easy, fast rule is just kind of create some guidelines around yourself. You know, what you would post only post, you know, photos taken between 11 a.m. and 4 p.m., you know, or only when it's edited this way or it has a lot of light. There's oftentimes a lot of photos that I won't use uh, on Instagram because they just don't make the cut. And I think that's one thing, as much as you love it and you might think it's really great, it's not always the time for for that. And you kind of also have to think about your, your followers as well, because they're ultimately the ones that will sort of engage with that content. 
Lighting is so important, isn't it? Oh my gosh. It's literally like, yeah, in terms of like if I see an account that um, actually it's, you know what, it's a mistake that I think more people make than they don't. It's, there's so much to be said for if you just want like a really quick fix on your Instagram or on your social media or your photography in general number one, shooting in the right light. So just making sure um, as a rule of thumb, natural light is always great. Mm -hmm. Um, But then also just brightening up your images, like just making them not so dark and um, dreary. Totally. And I think that's the easiest solution as well. I mean, there's, there's only so much you can do, of course, with a photo that's taken at, you know, Mm -hmm. 8 PM, you can't really light it up too much, but I think, yeah, having those rules around those times, but then putting it into an app, there's so many free options. Um, obviously Lightroom on the computer, but Lightroom has an app on your iPhone, but my favorite app is, um, Snapseed. It's a Google product. I I live, live (laughs) by that app. So it's like, you can, in a few, short clicks, you know, push of a button, you can edit your photo to be super Insta worthy. And you know, the difference can be such a game changer. So that's so, so, so important to think of lighting. Um, like you said, you're right. It's probably a mistake more people make often than not, um, just because they don't think of those kind of things. And, you know, again, going back to those rules, coming up with those kind of things are just super simple. And then, um, you know, you're not having, you're not running into those issues. So I think, yeah, lighting is so, so important. And then sort of, you know, going back to my approach that I take with it as well, it's not, of course, like it's effortless in the sense that I I most definitely do not spend, you know, hours dreading over, you know, what to post or what caption, like it's effortless in the way that this is sort of the, the brand and, and my account's a little bit brand versus personal brand as well. So I'm not doing things that I wouldn't normally do. So it's not crazy to, you know, come up with that content, but Mm -hmm. it's planning as well, you know, and I find that the hardest struggle, especially in times, if I haven't planned out what I'm going to post for the week or for the, you know, month, I've never done that for myself, but, um, (laughs) for the, for the week, it's like, I don't post anything. And then all of a sudden, all you hear is like crickets on my account because I literally just do not have time to do it in the week. I'm too busy with, with client work. So I just don't have the time to do that. And that's sort of my biggest downfall. And I think a lot of people run into this as well. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't prepare, you know, you're just kind of leaving yourself out to be the lonely one on the block. So Mm. it's sort of planning and using, you know, something like Schedulegram or Planoly or Plan or any of those kind of apps are so great to do that to just make sure that that consistency is rolling through, and then you're not stressing out to to find something like, oh, it's Monday, I have to post something, you know. So Mm. it's it's really great Mm. to have a plan. I'm sure you would agree with that as well. Yeah, I am in two minds. So I actually, like, I schedule some content and then some content I kind of just post on the fly. But you are so right. If I don't have anything scheduled, generally, as soon as I get busy, it's the first thing to come off the list. Yeah, so. Um, but that's a really good point about the, um, about the planning app. So I use plan and I've also used Planoly. And what I love about those apps is that you can put a whole heap of photos in and then you can actually move them around depending on what you want to sit together and move them around so that visually they look really great together. Totally. 
I love that. Totally. That's probably my favorite concept of those apps as well. And that's like, especially for people who are just trying to get into this and they're having a struggle, you know, they're struggling with their image or, you know, how to make it all work. And I think again, going back to not only the lighting is, is being really mindful of colors as well. You know, if you're kind of, mm. you're noticing you're, I don't know, you're on vacation in Byron Bay. And so you have like lots of blues and, and that kind of thing. You might want to keep going on with that theme. And it's kind of nice to throw in all the content and then, you know, yeah, move it around. Like you said, to be like, okay, cool. This goes here. That looks good there. And that's what I love about your account too. Cause I noticed you've done that even with your blocks of pink and, and things like that, you'd have a really nice flow of everything. And that's what makes everything feel so organic. And then kind of, again, goes back to that brand, goes back to that brand identity. Obviously pink is like a massive color in sort of your My color. <laughs> yeah, It's your color. There's the only, yeah. the only color, um, yeah. but it's so good to see that kind of consistently throughout. And again, and, you know, looking at your account, you're like, oh, that's, that's Stevie's account. You know, it's no second guessing who that is. And I think that's mm. almost kind of like leaving your, your footprint on, on other people, on your followers and on Instagram. It's so that people know they can relate to you and they know, you know, they know your style and that's really important too. And I'm definitely, so I'm definitely not somebody that is very good when it comes to things like brand and design. And so, um, in terms of what I did with my Instagram account is literally, I got that cohesive look by picking pink and blue. And then I just literally made sure that there was pink and blue in pretty much every single photo. And that's how I kind of got that look that kind of goes together. So it doesn't have to be something that's, you know, complicated or, or anything like that. You can literally kind of pick two to three colors and, um, and, or a consistent filter, and then just run with that consistently in order to get that cohesive look. Hey, a hundred percent. And that's, you're, you nailed it there with the, with the filters. I mean, I feel that, you know, there's some really great options there, especially another good, um, sort of filtery app is color story and they have so many cool filters that just kind of like yeah that lighten things up and things like that so yeah I think again if you're using filters just stay consistent with them if you're going to use them you know for three photos of your week kind of go on with that and build up Mm -hmm. a little bit more of a theme you can totally change it down the road but I say like stay consistent I think that's the biggest thing is consistency consistency in posting so that you're showing up uh, in people's feeds consistency in sort of the look and feel and consistency of the brand. Keep going back to those sort of, you know, that identity of your brand and just being consistent with all those things will really help lead you in the direction of having sort of like a kick-ass social account. Yeah, 100% agree. So one thing that I am really bad at and therefore I never do it, I did have a photographer come and help me with some photos. So she kind of sorted some out for me, but I know you nail this is um, flat lay images. So probably two parts to that. Photography, number one, um, and how important it is when it comes to social media. But then my big question for you is flat lays and how on earth do I create one that is as bang on as yours always, always are because I just feel like I completely miss the mark with them. That's so funny. Well, photography, hands down. I mean, if you aren't investing in photography and listen, it doesn't need to be a massive up level. Like there's definitely options which you can do for this, but I cannot stress how important this is for a brand, especially if you're starting out. I mean, you have so many things already on the go that you're kind of already Mm -hmm. stressed out with of, you know, getting your business together, getting it launched and, and having 
you know, looking great above all and having a photographer help you with that and who really understands what you're about and gets those photos for you is so, so, so essential. And I mean, my biggest tip to people, especially when, when they're starting out or when they're having a photographer come out, just like you obviously did, you have them for, you know, for a day or for a half day, whatever you choose to invest in get the most out of your time with the photographer. That's so important. Come with a plan, be prepared, have like 10 outfit changes. I'm not joking. Like Mm -hmm. if you actually had 10 different outfits and, you know, five different locations and you were able to smash that out in one day, you have months of content right there, which you can kind of keep reusing. And I mean, you can kind of reuse the same photo if you crop it in different ways. So that's sort of like my Insta hack is that being really creative with those, um, with the crops in photos, you can reuse them time and time again. You'll notice if you go back on any of your favorite sort of Insta accounts, you'll notice that people use their photos, whether it's, you know, they're having a coffee. So it's like a close up of their coffee at their computer, but then it's, you know, the full outfit of there is just a different angle. I mean, it's, it's such a, yeah, it's such a hack to be able to just be able to use these photos over and over again. So, you know, yeah. that's kind of, yeah, whenever you're ready to invest in the photography, whether it's for Instagram, you know, you can use it on your website and your LinkedIn, mm-hmm. update all your profile photos. I mean, it's so important. Mm-hmm. It's so, 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 I just, I could not agree with that more because it's actually, I think in terms of if you really want to get your social media sorted, the very, first thing I ever, ever say to a client is if you're going to invest in anything, invest in a really high quality photo shoot where you get a gallery of photos that you can roll out over time. And look, in terms of cost, it ranges obviously depending on the photographer, but generally you can get, you know, between a half and full day shoot under a thousand dollars and and sometimes significantly under that depending. And I just think in terms of the best use of your um, budget, I suppose, if you really want to up level your account, that's where I would direct it a hundred percent. And I think that's exactly what you said. I mean, the keyword there is invest and it is really, truly investing in yourself and investing in your business. I mean, it's the biggest thing. If you feel great about those photos, you're just going to naturally feel great about promoting yourself as well. And, you know, something you truly relate to. So yeah, of course, if define what your budget is for that, but don't cheap out. Like if you can, you know, afford Mm -hmm. to spend a little tiny bit more do that because honestly, you're going to get so much return out of this. And it's like, you want to get this done now and not have to do it again this year. Because it's like, if you just kind of take the, you know, the easy way out, you're going to be in the same position in a month or two when you actually only got seven photos that you really liked. And now you have to spend the money again, getting new ones, you know, so totally. Totally. I think like another way um, you can really maximize a photo shoot is really being, like you said, prepared beforehand, but even having like a list. So you literally get, you know, a, a Word document with, you know, a table on it and you literally go in and put every single shot that you want to get. So, you know, say you're a social media manager, I want to get a shot of me holding my phone. I want to get a shot of a flat lay of this and literally list out every every single shot that you want to get so that you're capturing everything because what you'll find on the day is you're kind of going through everything um, quite quickly and you're not entirely on the fly. You're never going to get all of the shots that you want. So yeah, that's kind of another way, I guess, to maximize a photo shoot as well. Totally. And lean in on the photographer as much as like they're, they're going to show up for you, but I think you also have to be super clear on what you want as well. Don't leave it up to them because then you're just, you're not also getting what you want. So yeah, the plan, the having a list of everything 
everything that you want is so, yeah, it's so important and it just keeps everything yeah. organized. So much goes on. You know, if you're shooting, you know, like I said, 10 different outfits or 10 different kind of looks, you, so much is already going on in that day. Just stay organized, stay focused, you know, stop with the chit chat, just get it done yeah. and you will be so, yeah. so thankful that you did. Yeah. So thankful. And just get over the fact that it's going to be awkward. So yeah. <laughs> honestly, like it can be the most uncomfortable thing. Just suck it up because yeah, you'll end up with obviously a great gallery of photos to use. Exactly. And imagine you're just like a professional model on a photo shoot for the day. Like you kind of have to be outer body in, in those kind of things. When I've done photo shoots, I'm like, doesn't matter who's looking at me. I'm here. I'm doing a job. I'm just like getting it done. You know, no one cares. I think just, yeah, step out of your own shoes for a second and just like totally nail it because you'll be so glad that you will. And it just pays so much, you know, so many dividends on your business and what you're going to be using that for. So invest in photography. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I think we've made that point clear. <laughs> very clear. Very clear. But in terms of flat lays, that's something you can do yourself. Yeah. It's something you can totally do yourself. Obviously, I think when you're getting branded content, again, like you mentioned, if you were a social media manager and you wanted some cool branded content, yeah, throw that into the list with the photographer. But when you're just kind of shooting around on your own, it's so easy to, um, to kind of come up with those, you know, the concepts yourself. So obviously you have your, your iPhone. It's good because you can kind of get the bird's eye view when you kind of, you know, give yourself a little bit more height between where you're actually shooting, like on the surface of something, you'll be able to kind of see it from above. So I think that's, you know, having a good position, again, natural light. So a table or, um, you know, a counter or something beside a window is a great place to start. I have a couple hacks here because I, um, my computer desk is actually right near the window, which is great. But what I've done is I've found this marble contact paper and I just have like a, you know, a plain desk. I've, I've put this paper over top my desk. So it almost looks like I have a marble desk, but it's not, it's contact paper. And then, so that way, anytime I shoot a flat lay, it looks like I'm shooting it on a slab of marble, which it's not. And so now that is, now awesome. just everyone, that's yeah. a really good idea. Because that's the thing for me. Like I just, I don't have, like I've got, you know, in terms of the colors of my Instagram, for example, it's pink and blue and I don't actually have any surfaces that I feel like would kind of fit. So, you know, potentially for me, it's going out and buying some cardboard, like some pink or some totally. blue cardboard and or something. So many people, I, I recommend that to a lot of clients as well, because it's such an easy way to inject that branded color. And then just to be able to, yeah, like throw it under your desk, put your computer on there with, you know, a cup of coffee, your notebook. And then I don't know, then you kind of have your first flat lane right there. You know, it's like such an easy way to kind yeah. of, again, inject that branded color and make use of resources. I mean, I've even done some, I know exactly which photo it is that I've posted on my Instagram where I shot it outside and I had this lace, this full lace shirt. It was like a shawl or something for the beach. And I just put it down and Mm -hmm. then I put, I think it was like a cheese board with some wine and I put that on it and it just looked so pretty. And it was literally just a a lacy shirt. Like, I mean, it sounds so silly, but like, that's what I used for it. So it's kind of like, yeah, with the backgrounds that you have for the flat lays. And I think kind of uh, the, the space kind of, um, rule of thumb, I guess you would say is sort of kind of a rule of thirds. So you want to try and have things mostly in two thirds of the photo and then have a third of it with nothing or vice versa, have it in a third 
and then have empty space in the other two thirds. And that kind of just gives you a bit more balance. And again, when you're taking flat lays, take a bunch and while you're doing them kind of rearrange the objects as well, because you might find it actually worked out better on the fifth photo when you adjusted something a different angle than another one. So that's sort of my kind of rules to thumbs with those is, is, um, yeah, play around with kind of the, the placement and the layout and sometimes less is more, sometimes more is more and it's good, but sometimes less really is more. And you kind of want to work with maybe, uh, odd numbers of items instead of having four things in your photo maybe you have three or maybe you have five so that's kind of like yeah Yeah. rules of thumb that I kind of go by when I'm when I'm doing any type of those flat lays I'm actually just looking on your Instagram at the moment and you would never ever know unless you've just obviously called it out but that rule of thirds you've got space in a lot of your flat lay photos which looks actually like it looks great but I would never ever have thought to do it so yeah, it's a really yeah, good tip. And that's, I think, again, when you're kind of going through that planning stage of your feed is sort of planning out if you have something that's super highly, you know, super busy and you have lots going on, the next photo or the one on top of it, you might want to be a lot more open. So you might want to just kind of think about that when it comes to space. So obviously lighting is massive when it comes to uh, photography, but space is another one, which is equally important because you don't want a complete overkill and overdrive of, you know, of things on there. So it's really nice to keep things like really concentrated. So those would definitely be another, another good tip. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, I'm just looking at your feed. I'm so in love with it. Thank you. I'm glad you do. Do you actually, do you have any Instagram sort of feeds that you love, like that you kind of go to for inspiration? You know, I do have a few of them. And of course, like whenever I'm put on the spot, I like can never think of it. I found this girl recently and her, she's called the Kramer's life and she must have just started out. She's based in LA, but she's kind of been traveling a lot in, um, right now she's in Bali. She was in Byron Bay, but she has this beautiful yellowy orange tint to all of her photos. So it's the Kramer's with a K, the Kramer's life. And I don't know, I love, I just love the way and kind of the feelings that, that her account evokes. And that sort of, you'll notice, yeah, she has really beautiful colors and it all kind of has this like orangey hue to them, orangey yellow hue. So it just feels really, yeah, it feels really nice. I love that account. I also really like, um, see want shop Lisa Hamilton. She's a Melbourne blogger. And I actually just, she's just fun to follow her Insta stories, but her account, she's really, I don't normally love following people who always post photos of themselves, especially if I don't know them. But for some reason, I kind Mm -hmm. of like what she does and she's creative with her, um, with her photos. And I think that's important too. I don't like people that kind of do the same thing over and over again, you know, so it's nice to sort of have that variety. So true. Oh, that is awesome. Um, I feel like I've got some work to do, (laughs) but just to tie it all together, how I guess we've kind of covered it a little bit, but do you have any final tips, I suppose, around people who, you know, are like, right, I'm going to get my Instagram feed in order. I'm literally going to, you know, finish listening to this podcast and go and get my stuff sorted. Um, just a couple of tips that I suppose they can really kind of run with, um, and get going with straight away if they want to start kind of improving the look and feel of their feed. Yeah. I think the biggest thing to be would kind of almost do sort of like an audit of your account and take a look at, you know, scroll through a couple, you know, even months of, of just the feed and really go through and pinpoint what you don't like about it, 
pinpoint if you did like it maybe a month ago, what did you like about it? What, what do you notice? What are some trends that you notice that you did? Um, and then kind of where do you want it to be? Whenever I've sort of struggled with mm-hmm. where I'm at, I kind of go back and I'm like, Oh, I actually really loved when I did this. And then it kind of helps to create mm-hmm. that sort of path and, and platform to be able to, to plan ahead. So figure out what you figure out kind of where you want to take it. And then you can, you know, by dissecting your account and then you can kind of start making a plan. So if you had a time where you were doing a lot of outdoor photography and you really loved, you know, the nature and, and different things like that, but then all of a sudden you started, I don't know, you started taking more like urban shots, maybe go back to that time where you were doing a lot more things and try exploring new ideas there and kind of bring yourself back to that time to be able to, to push that forward. So I think that would kind of be the biggest one to just figure out where you want to take it. And then from there, I would just say, you know, if you're a service-based business, there's lots of rules around, like, you know, of, um, of, you don't want to be too salesy and things like that. So just really get Mm -hmm. people involved in, in the brand and start building those relationships with, you know, telling stories and asking questions and that kind of thing, because as much as they are pretty pictures, I mean, you kind of do want to engage with the audience as well. So bring them into your little rabbit hole and start to get to know them or start to get to, to ask them questions and get them, you know, get their feedback as well. I think that would be really important. Again, after all, it really is all about community and and that kind of thing. So Mm -hmm. I would would say, yeah, yeah, plan and, and try and really kind of nail your, um, your community and and keep in mind what we just said, what we talked about with the lighting, keep those tips in hand and then make yourself a little rule book, you know, like put together with that, with the looks, if you wanted to go for more sort of a nature scene, obviously that's going to be more blues and, you know, light colors and Mm -hmm. different things like that. And then start to create those rules like, okay, only between 11 and 4 PM don't shoot, you know, any sunsets or, or things where people are blurry, you know, those kind of things, keep that in mind and then just stay consistent with what you're doing. Yeah, that's awesome. And one thing that I do as well is, um, is I've got a few pictures that I just have up above my desk, about six or seven pictures. And I try to keep everything consistent with those photos. So the look and feel of those photos, I try to have other photos that are similar to it. And even like creating a mood board for yourself, whether you've done this with your branding already or you're, you know, depending on where you are in your sort of journey, it's so important just to have, you know, grab a few photos from Pinterest and put together a little mood board because anytime you feel like you're deterring off of your sort of branded track, it's the easiest way to bring you back on, on par. Like you said, you have those photos. If you had something that didn't relate to those photos, surely you'd be like, eh, no Stevie, I'm going to save this for another time. So yeah, it doesn't quite work. You know, be selective with that as well. And, and really only, yeah, be mindful of the content that you're actually putting out and be proud of it. If it's not something you're going to be proud of, don't do it. Do not. Yes. Could not agree more. That is amazing. Thank you so much, Rochelle. So, um, we've gone on and on about your Instagram account. So where can people find you, um, on Instagram? And then also if they, um, are looking for some help with their branding and website design. Yeah. So my Instagram is Row S-A-E-V-I-L-R-O-W. And my website is SavileRow.co. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. 